It is your Free Speech Friday edition of the Joe Pag Show. We've got a lot going on, lots to get to. So we've already broken down. If you weren't listening, you should have been. If you weren't watching, you should have been. Because we had some hijinks about how I cut my face today. It looked like I had a problem with my nose. You know what I'm saying, Carrie? It looked like we had a problem for a minute there. Yeah. Just a scab, though, right? Just well, not anymore. Scab. We've gotten rid of the scab, and we put a little makeup on there. I think we're okay now. Okay. I think we're good. I'm good. looking pretty. Good. Looking, good. looking good darling. Uh, either way, um, I've already shown you The Atlantic, which has a headline about how the mugshot was supposed to have Trump show humility. Instead, he made it into a threat, which, of course, he didn't. Uh, then we've got John Bolton, who hates Trump, even though Trump employed him for a while. But Trump did not want to go and do Warhawk stuff, so John Bolton's not going to like him. And Bolton had a problem with not only the scowl he gave, he said that that was to intimidate the prosecutor and the judge in the case, which of course it wasn't. And also they spent as much time thinking about how to pose as they took to comb his hair. This is John Bolton being extremely jealous of Donald Trump. So we have the left freaking out. I guess they thought Donald Trump is supposed to say, hey, I'm going to go do the mugshot. What kind of picture you want me to do? Carrie, you think he probably... (laughs) Did you probably ask them that? I'm going to say no. Absolutely not. You see their expectation, though, that they really expected him to do something that what? they could have said, well, I... see, this is what we wanted. Right here. Yeah. Like looking pathetic or, like I said, sad with tears in his eyes. You're not going to get that. That's crazy that you would even think that he was going to do that. Yep. Not no from way. this guy, you're not. And I don't know him. You do. But right. he's not going to do that. No, he's not that guy. No. So a couple a couple of things are important. L- let me lay out. Donald Trump is at least six two, if not six two and a half, might be six three. I stood next to the guy in shoes. I probably approached six two, but I'm six one, um, and he's got me by about an inch in the picture that I have with Donald Trump. We're standing on the same exact floor, so the guy's a little taller than I am. So it's not a reach to think he might be six three, especially if he's got shoes on. And 215, I don't know. I but, know that for a while he was 230 or 240 when he, when the, he was actually getting weighed when he was, the, uh, when he was the, the president. To me, he looks thinner. But who cares? Well, yeah. exactly. Why, why are they making fun of that and making all those jokes? I don't understand. I don't. And I, I, think, that, I think they were triggered, Carrie. I, honestly, I think they were triggered sounds like by it. the fact that he did not genuflect, give in, and, and show weakness. They wanted him to be weak. Now, are these all journalists, or are they just talk show hosts and pundits? Because it makes a difference to me. But On the panel, um, we've got um, Rachel Maddow, who claims she's who a journalist. She? She's not. Okay. She is a, she is a, a commentator. Then you've mm-hmm. got Joy Reid, commentator and racist, big-time racist. Nicole Wallace was there, who pretends she's, she's a, a journalist. journalist. supposed to be. Right, yeah. but she's the one who had Joe Biden on the show, and he stood up and left in the middle of the interview, and she acted Uh-oh. like he was the, it was the greatest thing she'd ever seen. Yeah. And then who's the, the Lawrence guy? Is it Lawrence O'Donnell? Is that the guy's name? He's the other guy at the end of it, and they're all making these big jokes. So one thing <sighs> they say, and I'm going to play these back-to-back again. I'm going to play them both for you so you can see how stupid the people on this network think you are. But when I play them back to back, you're going to say to yourself, these can't be the same people. I'm telling you, if you're listening on the radio, the first voice you hear on both pieces of tape is Rachel Maddow. But they're talking about his height and weight, that he said he's 6'3", 215. Then they said some starting quarterback from for a, an NFL team is also 6'3", 215. Now, maybe I'm an idiot. I'm not. Body composition makes a difference. You can be 6'3", 215 and muscle, or you can be 6'3", 215 and not as muscular. You can be 6'3", 215 and be skinny fat. 
I'm 6'1 and 250. About 250, I go between 245, 255. I'm about 250 right now. I've got a lot of muscle. Am I, am I Mr. Olympia? No, but I'm not a fat guy. So if I say I'm 6'1, 250, and you assume that I must be this fat guy walking down the street, you made a bad assumption. Body composition makes a big difference. But their assumption that those watching are cackling along with them also blows my mind because there's no journalism at all being being used here. And I wouldn't even be calling them out. Let me make this clear. I would not be calling them out had Rachel Maddow not done this when Donald Trump returned from Manhattan to Mar-a-Lago. Just one second. I need to tell you that right now, uh, the former president himself is making remarks tonight um, from his home in Florida. As far as we can tell, and what we were prepared for here is that this is basically a campaign speech in which he is repeating his same lies and allegations against his perceived enemies. It is just getting started. Um, so far, he's just giving his normal list of grievances. We don't consider that necessarily newsworthy. And there's a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. So uh, our deal with you is that we will monitor these remarks if he does say anything newsworthy, we will turn them around and report on that right away. But uh, for now, just know that it's happening and we're not taking it. So they censored him because they don't like him. Because keep in mind, is it news or is it not news? I'll have Carrie answer this as well, who's my news lady on the show. Is it news or is it not news that for the first time in American history, a president, a former president of the United States was indicted in Manhattan, New York. He goes home and in front of cameras and microphones gives a speech about what just happened. Carrie, is that news or not news? That is absolutely news. So politics aside, are you covering it or not covering it? Yes, you're covering it. You have to cover it. This what about is why... her excuses? Hold on. What about the, the excuses that this, we have an obligation. Our deal with you, the viewer, is that we will not give you Untruths on the air. That's her opinion. That is her opinion. And that drives me nuts. And that's why I have a 19 year old college student trying to figure out what to do. And I think he knows what he wants. And I had this conversation with my husband. I don't want him to go into journalism. I don't want him to do it because it is so different and is so, I think, wrong, uh, but so different from how I learned how to do this job. And that isn't journalism. We're going to tell you what we think is newsworthy. No, let me decide. This is the first time in history something like this has happened. Show me. Let me decide. Let me make my own opinions. I don't want to hear about yours. Exactly right. And and although there's an argument about this, the word news is north, east, west, and south. It just means you go to all corners and you cover what's happening out there. The word news is, is an acronym, many believe. And it just means you blindly go there and cover things that those watching or listening or reading or viewing or whatever would not be able to go and do on their own. It is not up to Rachel Maddow to decide that we're a serious news organization, therefore we have a contract with you, the viewer, and we're not going to bring you untruths. No, no, it's literally your job to bring the viewer what Donald Trump is saying and let them decide if it's right or not, if it's true or not. It's not up to you to, to censor that. But let's say, let's say that she's above reproach, Carrie. She's okay. the best journalist on the planet, and she's made she's laid down. Here it is. Boom. Line in the sand. We're not going to cover anything that is less than real news. We're going to be serious. We're going to cover real news, and, and we're going to bring it to you the right way. Well, last night after the mugshot came out, this is what the same, this is her voice you'll hear first. This is what the same person said, along with a panel including Joy Reid, Nicole Wallace, and, and Lawrence O'Donnell. It's like, what, do they actually measure him? You know, do they put him on a scale? It's, it's not like going to the veterinarian. They do not actually make you stand on the scale. Um, but he's listed as a white male 
His hair color is listed as blonde or strawberry. <laughs> is that a nice way to say orange? Mm. I, blonde or strawberry. His eye color is listed as blue. His height is listed as six foot three. <laughs> and his weight is listed... 175. <laughs> 215. 63215, people pointed out, is the exact dimensions of Lamar Jackson, the quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. I don't know if the control room has a, has a Lamar Jackson. I mean, the, the, the resemblance is uncanny. Is. And if that's what you're trying to say, I think. Pod. I, I, I feel like an hour and 20 minutes ago, I said the whole thing is a sham. <laughs> Up to the weight, and I believe 24 hours ago, up to the when, height. I, when I was when we were together, I said I bet he's not at the debate because he's fasting. Mm. Now, yes. even if he fasted, there's no way. And, and Mark Meadows had to also self-report his height and weight. He he clocked in at 240. Honestly. There's no way Trump is 25 pounds lighter <laughs> than Meadows. He's like doubting Olympic. <laughs> You do something that doesn't become understand. a segment. It's ridiculous. Do we know who entered the hair color? Is that Donald Trump? Or is that a legal description of the hair color? I've never seen in a government document, like you know, like buying a fishing license or something, you have to like there's like drop-down menus of like things to choose between. I've never seen strawberry is an option, but hold on. Almost a minute 40 on MSNBC of people making fun of Donald Trump's hair color, Donald Trump's height, Donald Trump's weight, calling him a liar. He fasted the night before. That's why he didn't go. And again, the first voice you heard was Rachel Maddow, who wanted the viewers to believe when Trump went back to Mar-a-Lago from Manhattan that she was so far above, above reproach and so far above the journalistic line that MSNBC only takes its precious time to cover news. And then you see that, and my answer has to be, come on! So Carrie Opine now, you just heard the entire thing. A minute 40 of four or five people sitting on a so-called news set talking about what happened yesterday. It's just a table full of hypocrites. And I keep thinking, what would Walter, and I know I'm old school and I get it. And I'm thinking, what would Walter Cronkite think about that? It drives me nuts. And it's why so many people are turned off by what we consider journalism today. That wasn't journalism. There wasn't one second of journalism in the minute 40 that you played. Exactly right. Exactly right. And and I've said this before, journal, the word journalism comes from the French word jour, which is J-O-U-R. It means the day. You go and you cover the, the activities, the events of the day, and then you report those events of the day to people who couldn't go and cover them, and you just tell them what you saw, what you smelled, what you touched, what you felt. I mean, all of that. Yeah. You use all your senses, what you saw. You just report exactly what went down with no slant whatsoever. And I don't know that I can point to one person who's out there doing the job today that I believe does exactly that. And you brought up Walter Cronkite. Yeah. He got in trouble because I think one day on the on the CBS Nightly News, he said, he dared say, Mr. President, you're losing the support of the American people when it comes to Vietnam. Then everybody said, oh, look at Walter Cronkite's got a, he's got an opinion now. And I think Lyndon Johnson's response was, if I lost Walter Cronkite, I've lost the country. Right, right, right. So, I mean, that was a big, big deal when it just even looked like he was opining. I mean, this isn't Edward R. Murrow. This isn't. Uh, not not Chris Wallace, who was his, his father, Mike Wallace. This isn't those people anymore. Even Sam Donaldson, who went <sighs> at uh, Ronald Reagan incessantly, was a very good journalist, great journalist. Barbara Walters was a great journalist compared to what we're seeing today. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't care 
Well, and I'm talking about Rachel Maddow and, and that whole table and really anybody on news. I don't care what you think. I don't. I just want you to give me the facts. And like I said, and let me decide. Let me form my own opinion. I don't care what you think about Trump. We all know what you think about Trump. And how yeah. can that not uh, shade the actual news stories that you write and that you tell well, about this does. man and this yeah. administration? I, well, what's interesting is, and, and I think you'll agree with this, if you don't present yourself as a news person, I'm okay with what they did. If you if it, right. when, when Trump shows back up to Mar-a-Lago, you come out and say, hey, listen, I'm a commentator. I can't stand this guy. This is my show. I'm not putting him on. Exactly. I have more respect I'm fine than you with lying that. and saying it's about news. Right. But when you talk about we're a serious news organization, no, you're yeah, really not. Just because you've just been yeah. a minute and a half saying, you know, telling me not you're not at all that. <laughs> not at all. I will put those two uh, sound bites together on a video tonight on the platform so you can go and see them right next to each other, the same person uh, in the same set saying one thing and then doing the exact opposite right next to it. And we'll have that for you. A lot of people on the phone lines will take your phone calls. When we come back 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Have you 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com, phone calls to come. Got to remind you about our, our great sponsor, Eden Pure. They've got the Thunderstorm Air Purifier. You know, it uses proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and a lot more. Over 350,000 units have been sold, and people are raving about them. I get emails all the time about these. They really love them because it takes care of any smell, any odor. It's just going to vanish after a few seconds with the thunderstorm being on. I'm talking about litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. The powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules which seek out and destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm and best of all, no filters to buy over and over again, saving you money. Start enjoying your home again. Get several thunderstorms like we have. Got three of them in the house. Smells great where they are. It doesn't smell horrible whether where they're not, but you can definitely smell the difference. And you can get a three-pack right now and save a bunch of money, $200, on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm three-pack. You're going to get three units for under 200 Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, anywhere you need it. You've got to go to the website, EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code PAGS to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS, P-A-G-S. The shipping is absolutely free. We go to the phone lines. Let me say hello and welcome to line one. Dan, Minnesota. What's up, Dan? Hey, Joe. Hey. Great show as usual. Thank you. I love your brother. I love you like a brother. Thank you, man. <laughs> you know, all these, what's, I guess if there's one good thing about all of this, we see what, uh, which is not the cream of a crop, but uh, scum from the pond rising to the top right. of all these people like Bolton and Pence and Christie and Asa Hutchinson. And I won't mention a few others, but um, it's really it, it's really revealing to see that we have people that we definitely do not want be, to be running government in America again. These people are swamp creatures and uh, only have self-interest in mind. I, Dan, I couldn't agree with you more. I think very, very well said. Back at it, Deborah, Kansas City. Hi, Deborah. Hi. Um, when I first looked at his picture, to me, he looked like he was angry. 
Well, I would be too. <laughs> I would be too. And by the way, I I told your daughter you sounded like Frank Sinatra on one of your songs. Oh, thank you, Deborah. I do the best I can. Yeah, that's a great compliment. Thank you. Uh, listen, I also wanted to make a comment about them saying he looked intimidating and threatening. Yeah. No, you know, like I said, he looked angry and tell you the truth. I've been looking at his pictures. He has lost weight and he is six foot two. I guess when he wore heels, you know, his shoes and he lost weight. I can tell by his face. He looks, he looks tired. Well, I mean, I think he's been through it. Yeah, he's been through it a little bit, and I agree with you. He has lost some weight, but even if even if he's two fifty, who cares? Why are they laughing about it? It's so dumb. I don't know. It's stupid, and the jealousy. I got to make a comment. I've been saying this for two years. They've always, all of them, have been so jealous of him. Yeah, I agree. Always, and that leads to evil doings. Deborah, I agree. I could not agree more. Thank you, out of Kansas City, Carrie. Just call me Frank Sinatra from now on. I won't be doing that, but it was nice that Deborah thought you sounded like Frank. Well, because listen, Deborah's got a great ear, clearly. Wayne, Minnesota, talk to me. Wayne, let's go. Hi, Joe. Republicans need to fight fire with fire. Uh, should have several attorney generals indict every family member of the Biden family, charge him with money laundering, tax evasion, or any other applicable crimes they've committed. Then you might see some of these charges against Trump disappear because Joe might get on the phone to these AGs and say, hey, let's drop this. The problem is where Hunter Biden did all of his dastardly deeds, it's all run by Democrats. In Delaware, in California, wherever this happened, Trump is not going to be able to get them on his side. Uh, Stan, Michigan, very quickly, let's go. Joe, Sam is the best, okay? She is. Listen. You know, the reason I'm calling you, I totally agree with you and Carrie, what you said about like Walter Cronkite, remember David Brinkley, Yes. all those guys, you know, I'm 66 years old, so I saw the good part of the United States, I saw the good stuff, but that's not the reason I called, you know, I hope we support Trump people by buying the t-shirts that he has online, but you know, they're hard, they're hard to really find. If you, if you put in, like, Googles or... or I love you, Stan. I'm out of time. I love you like crazy. Just go to Donald Trump's website. You can get the merch there. Keep it here. More to come. This is The Joe Pag Show.